what's up and welcome to Difficulty Class, a show where we gather around this podcast table in your ears and talk about some dungeons and dragons. Each week, we or a listener like you writing into difficultyclass at gmail.com come up with a topic, question, encounter, or anything else somehow related to RPGs and have some fun just talking about them. I'm one of your hosts, Allie Deitchman, and with me this week is... Trevor Bettis. And also this week is... Was was that was that my cue? Yeah. Yes, it is. <laughs> this was this was seamlessly seamlessly rehearsed and I hundred percent. We didn't just throw being, you into a Zoom call and hit record at all. Being an agent of chaos had to, had to do not that. B. Dave Walters, everyone. Hi, hello. Hello. <laughs> he, yeah. I hear he. I hear you talk about things. Mm-hmm. That I say words about things in many places and 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 intentionally disrupt seamlessly transmitted cues. Yeah, that's, that's, it. that's my brand. That's it. It's perfect. <laughs> How's it going, B Dave? Uh, can't complain. Can't complain. Feeling deeply misled that this is audio only. Uh, I work. How very is hard. it? I said it was a I, podcast. I, I just I work very hard on this uh, halfling costume. I'm just saying this wig is hot. <laughs> it was very expensive. Uh, these the, the the hair the hairy feet prosthetics just. But whatever, I'm really whatever, impressed like, with the robotic arm. The, like I, that, you know, come on, it's just, pain, but it I, looks like it's moving. Yeah. It's just, yeah, but I mean, wasted, wasted. That's it. <laughs> no, it's fine. It's fine. No, we'll talk. It's and it will it's never fine, be seen on Twitter. This is a one-time never. thing. We yeah. ruined everything. No, I had a, I had a vision, and it has been lost. <laughs> the whole thing. <laughs> Scrap it all. Yeah. Um. Bide, for for people who may not somehow possibly know who you are, what's the elevator pitch for B. Dave Walters? Whoa, uh, I I say words about things. Uh, I am a <laughs> I am a writer. I'm the writer of uh, Dungeons and Dragons: The Dark and Wish, the comic series, the DM of the stream. I kind of exist in equal parts in the Dungeons and Dragons world, in the world of darkness, uh, Vampire mm-hmm. of the Masquerade world. Which is how I I found out about you. <laughs> hey, uh, and I can uh, be located wherever fine streaming content uh, can be um, procured, up to and including Mondays at eleven Pacific on uh, Twitch TV forward slash CNE Games with the lovely Trevor Bettis and Aaron of the Thousand Evans talking about D and D lore. Yeah, yeah, it's some fun times. Mm-hmm. Um, but how how did how did you get to that like? I, I, were, were you were you just always present in the role playing sphere, or like how 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 did how did this come to be? Yeah. Uh, so I'm very old. <laughs> <laughs> I've been playing these games since I was 13, which is you know years ago, and um, uh, it's it's I, I sort of um, when I came to LA, I came to LA working as a bodyguard. And got drawn into acting because I'm freaky ginormous. I'm like six nine to uh, about two fifty now. I think uh, maybe two sixty five. Uh, so if if you have no point of reference because that's insane, uh, I'm basically the doorway. Like if you look at a door, I'm the door. My head goes up to the top. My shoulders go to the sides. I'm the door. So I got looped into acting, uh, doing like monster and creature stuff when I first got out here, which is just a lot of fun. And, oh wow! Mm-hmm. I didn't know that actually. Hmm. Uh, you know what's messed up? I hosted the official Predator stream for Fox for years. What? And, yeah. Uh-huh. Wow. And I, I was like, hey, y'all, uh, you know, you've got all the Predator costumes and you also have me. So <laughs> if we could just. Two and two together. Never happened. Never happened. I'm like, really? Never happened. Aww. Never happened. I'm like, but y'all, y'all, y'all. Okay. Think this through. Let me walk. Let me Let me, let me walk you through it again. <laughs> You have all of that stuff, and you have me. 
Nope, never happened. I think what's messing me up more is they wanted Jean-Claude Van Damme to be the first one. He is not a tall man. No. That is true. That is true. Uh, <laughs> and it, they had you. Yeah, it, there was, you know. Yeah. That, uh, I, 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 you know, props to you for knowing that. That is a, that is a bit of Predator, predator oh, history I, factoid. Best Trevor. friend Kyle and I were obsessed with yeah. Predator in, in school. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, uh, yeah, hosted the rundown uh, with, my, with my homie Tori. Shout out to Tori. Uh, hey. So, um, met... People along the way, uh, Jason Charles Miller was the very first person I met in L.A. He gets mad if I tell people he's not the first Angelino I met because I actually <laughs> met him in Arkansas before I got out here. That is true. <laughs> JCM, number one. And uh, I met Damien Poitier on the set of a film we did that shall remain nameless because it was terrible, but <laughs> got a homie out of it. Dang. And um, uh, I introduced the two of them uh, over time because, you know, your bros meet and then your bros become bros. Yeah. And um, they started doing Foreververse over at Geek and Sundry. And this is back when I was still working a day job because my, my discipline is marketing. That's actually what I'm good at. Mm. Um, and they were doing Foreververse. And, you know, this whole concept of, you know, being a professional gamer or playing these, this was in its infancy. I mean, it's yeah. still kind of in its infancy, but this is three, three and a half years ago. Um, and... Not gonna lie, on the inside was 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 a little a little a little salty about that a little bit a little bit that I'm like you guys don't even know each other because of me nobody asked me if I want to play but whatever whatever like you know whatever <laughs> and then yeah. um one day in March of 2017 it was a Wednesday Damien calls me and he says I got an idea for a show called Ask Your Black Geek Friend and I literally like the Flash was like stop right there I'm in. We- <laughs> We talked about it on Wednesday. We shot the pilot Saturday. Geek and Sundry told us they wanted it that Monday. But wow. The sh- but the, yeah. But well, this is March, but the show didn't go up until August. And um, I ended up playing my first stream uh, that December, uh, the Charity 20, Satine Phoenix's Charity 20. That was where I met Jason and we played a vampire one shot. Um, and then after that, I, I just knew that was my shot. So I came in because I'd never played on stream before. And I went, I did the whole nine. I did the costume. I did makeup. Yes. I, I, did, I did the voice. I did it all. And um, and gigs beget gigs. And it just so happens three years ago, this week, we shot season one of We're Alive Frontier. We were just in the group chat. The cast still has a group chat where we talk oh to each gosh. other still. <laughs> um, going back, talking about that. And, and after that, um, you know, just... Every each thing beget the next thing, and then yeah, it's kind of what happened. When, when did uh, L.A. by Night come around? Uh, L.A. by Night was the fall of 2018. Okay, yeah, man, if that it's weird because like that's where I remember watching or seeing you on stream for the first time. That mm-hmm. feels like so much longer ago than 2018. Uh, <laughs> it's because 2020 was both four months long and eight and a half years long. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no, Three that that's really what text. it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like uh, again, I, I reject linear time and all the other lies of the before times. But yes, that's that's why it feels like it simultaneously just happened and also was like so long ago. Like Christina and I were talking about a project which we're going to talk about here soon, mm-hmm. um, and we were like, "Yay, we're finally going to get to play D and D together." And I even I texted her, "I'm like, we've never played D and D together, right?" And she's like, "Nope, never." And then I posted that, and somebody was like. Didn't you guys just do Pirates of Leviathan together? And we're like, I mean, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Did we? I don't know. 
I mean, I, I have to assume that, like, at the point that you are with, with streamed games, they kind of just flow together. Like, like I have people who's like, oh, man, that episode of Difficulty Class is really cool where you talked about this. I'm like, sure, sure it was. Yeah. I'm, I'm glad, <laughs> I, I guess. I know. I, I try not to say it because it sounds so pretentious, but, like, I legit am, like, losing track of stuff that's happened. And people are like, wasn't it so great when you played that one game? I'm like, prob- prob- probably. Did I I'm sure it was dope. Yeah, that's that is that is that is absolutely true. That is absolutely true. Champagne Ale- problems. Ellie, did you call it a time vortex, a cortex, or something? Time what vortex. did you call 2020? Yeah, it, just, it was just a big time vortex because everything is both close and so far away. It's just a big yeah. circle. Tar, uh, my wife Tar had a good one. There. Well, your sister. I don't know why I said it like that to you, but uh, <laughs> She's but both. like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, she the other day she was like, uh, "Oh man, March was crazy. Can't wait for this next March." <laughs> like we just got done with one March. Let's have a second. <laughs> yeah, that's that's the biggest kind of wild thing is that March is literally next month. It's yeah, <laughs> yeah, yep. I mean, I my birthday's next week. In last year, I was at the D and D Beyond headquarters for my birthday in Alabama, which ended up being the last trip I was going to take, which I didn't know, which wow. sounds like a really dope, inciting incident for a story. You know, like, <laughs> The last trip I was going to take, unbeknownst to me. Uh, but It no. was my last day on the forest. <laughs> <laughs> last day at D&D Beyond headquarters. Yeah, so, but... Uh, yeah, but but it, again, it simultaneously feels like it just happened, but also was an indeterminate amount of distance back across the sea of time. But yeah, that's uh, yeah. but that's that's what happened. That's that's uh, how I got to be here, and then um, got the opportunity to start DMing my own things. Uh, now I've been very blessed that I kind of get to do what I want more or less, um, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, just try and play games as often as possible and, and and tell dope stories it's a it is a it is a wild existence and i tell people all the time that if i woke up tomorrow and it was 2016 and these last four or five years had been nothing but a dream for a number of reasons i would be like mm, yeah no this all this is a hundred percent okay right yeah <laughs> a lot of improbabilities took place okay right, right, yeah so mm-hmm. um you, you you said at the beginning start playing rpgs at 13 which was the <laughs> amount of years ago um what what game did you cut your teeth on with rpgs uh the first one was riffs uh riffs which, which i don't recommend that being your first game um, <laughs> and then uh after riffs went into a D second edition uh then started getting into my beloved battle lords uh of the 23rd century a game i still very much love and uh then by high school you know the world of darkness was becoming a thing yeah. and, and uh contrary to popular opinion werewolf i got into werewolf before i got into vampire really oh, oh yeah oh yeah well, i have i don't think i've actually ever heard someone in that order Ooh, because I'm like 16, right? And I'm like, let me get this straight. I can have soul-crushing ennui, or I can turn into a rage monster and throw a pickup truck. Oh, okay. (laughs) So high school was werewolf, and I didn't really start getting into vampire uh, until college. And then um, uh, just have kind of played nonstop um, over the years, all these things. And when you could get a a group together, of course, um, ran a Pathfinder game. Uh, from level one to level twenty and all ten wow. mythic tiers, that took about four years. Wow! Yeah. Oh yeah, that, that sounds like it would. <laughs> yeah, that, well, that was wild that we pulled that off. Yeah, and uh, just it's it's a a love of mine uh, that I've never moved too far away from. That's good. That's good. 
Uh, Allie and I have tried to do a vampire game several times because Tara, Tara really wants to run one. She's She loves Vampire the Masquerade. Uh, and we were trying to get a fifth edition one going. How, how, how do you, what do you think of fifth edition so far? Uh, so another one of those things that is going to sound douchey when I say it, but it's true. Uh, <laughs> I have run more sessions of V5 than anyone else on earth. I've run over 600 sessions of V5. Oh. Uh, because when I was doing my Patreon, I was running 30, 35, 40 games a month. Wow. Um, did that for about 18 months. Uh, so, um, also, also seamless product placement audio listeners I <laughs> and it's next to me to uh the the book there uh mm-hmm. so uh i like it okay <laughs> that's good I, I did not i did not know about the patreon thing that is oh yeah wow oh yeah because i knew you were running either. games for it but that that is More i mean yeah I, I would I, yeah, that's uh, <laughs> it's two to three yeah two to three games a day and then on occasion four four was hard oh um, i can imagine you, well you know what's funny i did D D in a castle in 2019 uh again linear time is a lie but i think it was 2019 (laughs) um and we had to do two sessions a day and it was just exhausting like i felt like i'd just been beaten with a baseball bat by the time we got to the end of every day fast forward two years i'm like two those are rookie numbers you know like (laughs) like i went from like running 10ks to ultra marathoning you know i'm like just two oh okay dope yeah i'm like put two tables i'll run them at once you know (laughs) well okay so that 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 brings a question of mine when you were doing games like that um because you you know parties are different and whatnot and i I can't speak much for vampire the masquerade because i haven't gotten to run one but would you do a would you write a specific session for each group or was that like you had like a a thing set out and you kind of just ran it with each one. Oh, i did it for i did it with D also um in in i'll tell you both how i did it for vampire and how i did it for D um ultimately the way I conceptualized it is the story wasn't about any given individual. The story was about the city. So oh. when when the players would gather, whatever was going to happen that day was going to happen that day. And then I would adjust it based on who was in the game. So mm-hmm. it would like, you know, lean more or less towards this person's arc or that person's arc or what this person was good at or what that person was good at. It's like if the you know, if if the Sabbat were going to sabotage the oil refinery today, that's what was going to happen. Um, okay. and, and then and usually I had I I would know in advance because I'd I'd have the schedule for the whole month in advance, and so I'd also look ahead too. Where if if a, if a certain group had like a preponderance of fighty people, I made sure something fighty happened. You know, if mm-hmm. it had a preponderance of sneaky people, I made sure something sneaky happened. You know, mm-hmm. you still got to give everybody a chance to shine. In for D in for D and D, um, it was kind of like a like a spelljammer planescape crossover where they Whoa. literally were like sailing across the plains on a ship um that i that i essentially the 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 core conceit was it basically had like divine transporters where the gods would just pick people at random and so literally (laughs) they would just drop in and out of adventures and then on occasion like they'd show up and a person would be where they already got or whatever but that was kind of i mean because the players kind of understood that it was this non-stop thing because i would try to have multi-encounter adventures but it becomes so difficult with people's schedules and stuff where if you know if only three of the six were there and then i'm like well three people got to jump in in the middle of this fight and it, it got it was yeah yeah you know unwieldy so it, it became far more far more modular in that case 
Okay. Which I, I think oh, that's, that I'm sorry to mean interrupt, but that, I think that's that's part of why I'm so comfortable. Like when I do uh, guest appearances with Freely, so many places, it usually starts with like he literally falls out of the sky. Like, he's just like <laughs> oh, oh, I'm here now because that was how those games went. So mm-hmm. yeah, that that was actually a, a, a question. But for, I want to ask you: Can you imagine running that many games in a day right now? <laughs> <laughs> Right now, no. Like three years ago, I'd probably have the energy. Yeah. <laughs> School and work is just zapped. <laughs> just Again. a little bit, yeah. But like, I love that approach to DMing. It's just the concept of like, well, they're going to be at this point on a Tuesday. I already know what's happening on Tuesday. So I'm already prepared for the game. Yep. So it's like, I love having that idea of just preparing for the month ahead in game. And you know what's going to happen, essentially. Yep. yep. I love it. It's uh, it, def- it definitely keeps things simpler. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but what, one of, one of the things I did want to ask um, was how is it like building a character for a stream game? Is it do you find it different than making a normal D and D character? See, I'm weird in the. To me, there is no line between how I play in a stream and how I play at home. Um, Mm -hmm. I can tell you what the difference between a stream game and a home game is, because there is a significant difference. Um, And that is, when you play at home, it is a social activity. Uh, The fact that you get together, that you probably eat together, that you you talk about what's going on, you know, with your boyfriend, girlfriend, uh, complain about work, talk about the Super Bowl, you know, this this week's WandaVision, which I still haven't gotten to watch WandaVision yet. This week's Mandalorian. That I know. Yeah. Um, uh, And that's all part of it. The the kinship of it. Uh, A stream cuts all of that out. Mm -hmm. You know, it is just the story, just the game. Um, and so in that, uh, my actual process is is the same, um, except in, in the past, um, whenever I made a character, no, this is still true, actually. Whenever I make a character, I plan them from level one to level 20 from the beginning. Oh. Oh, yeah. No, I, I know ev- literally every single, I have I have a spreadsheet for Freely. <laughs> his level, his I love owner. that. I do have a Freely spreadsheet. Um, and, uh, because in the old day, back in my day, back in D&D 3.5, you had, you had prerequisites, you see, and if you, if you took the wrong feet, you just, you couldn't do certain things further down the road. And, uh, so I would know in advance that like this, I'm going to do this here and this here and this here and this here and this here, because I'm, I'm, uh, an avowed min-maxer. Um, <laughs> I, I always try and make the most out of every single character, um, like doing something derpy for flavor is not really my jam. Uh, <laughs> although, except I'm getting to the point now that I've been lucky enough to play in enough games and play enough characters that I, I, I literally approach it from what haven't I done? Yeah. And, mm. and, and, and start from that point and then try and make what I haven't done as dope as possible. Like I, I just did uh, in a one shot, I did a uh, uh, psychic knife rogue. Um, so, Soul Warrior? What's the what's the psychic fighter thing? I'm I'm losing it all of a sudden. You know, you know oh, what I mean. Oh, Psy Warrior. Psy yeah. Warrior. Psy yeah. Warrior Soul Knife. Yeah. Uh, multiplayer. That's awesome. Uh, it ended up being like really really dope. Actually, yeah. Like, it, was, it, was really <laughs> it was really great. Yeah. Um. And uh, yeah, stuff like that. So yeah, that's 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 how I, I go about it. But I, I'm, you know, the the process of creating freely in particular. He was supposed to be. Um, a just a guest on um beyond heroes for a one shot 
and I'd been kicking around in my head the idea of doing a, a, a quad class character, four classes that was all based around charisma because I knew I could make it work. Mm-hmm. Um, and at the time, uh, we were still neck deep in vampire. So we'll take a step even further back than that since I mentioned we're alive. When I created Victor, I, I created Victor to be not Chateau. Um, because okay. Chateau was uh, the, the, the exiled leader of an unruly band of misfits that didn't listen to him when they should uh, to their own detriment, which I know that never happened. So I created Victor <laughs> to be this like happy-go-lucky, like, you know, guy that actually was like really rather enjoying being a vampire and like mm-hmm. not all angsty. And then over the course of playing him, so I was like, he's just here to have a good time. And then in the fourth episode became Baron and literally did the entire thing I'd done with Chateau over again. So also... <laughs> Shout out to Clan Ventru, by the way. I got my uh, my Ventru logo dice, dice box there. Uh, if we have enough time, I'm telling you the story of that dice box. But um, okay. Then uh, so Victor ended up being very similar to Chateau. So then Freely came along, and I'm like, no, I want him to be not that. Like that's why he's the <laughs> halfling of action. He is not a strategist. He is not thinking multiple moves ahead. He just does things. And uh, <laughs> it, 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 and when I was I was like I don't want to play another face. I don't want to play another face. Um, hey you guys, what do you need on Beyond Heroes? We need a party face. I'm like ah. You know? <laughs> so, um, they got you. They they did. So um, I put him to get in, in, and I was like, what's the opposite of Victor? I'll play a small folk. I don't usually play small folk because I've been vocally critical of them, as Trevor knows. They're the worst. <laughs> um, but I was like, I'll play a halfling because why not? You know, what's further from me than a halfling? And uh, it and I created him, and just my lucky boy is just like, he's literally generated his own luck. Like, he's the first character I got into a video game. He got brought onto the yeah. main cast of the show. He's been in, like, three spinoffs now. <laughs> and just, like, <laughs> this character I really kind of made as a lark. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He, the, he, the- the closest I have to that is is, is Garlock, who I played on the, the only streams that Allie and I have been on. I'm that character literally happened because my players were like Pokemon trainers and just were like, hey, a goblin, he, he's ours now. And then I played him on a stream and it's weird and people know who it is. <laughs> it's that's that's how it happens. That's 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 yeah. how it happens. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, 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 re- the reason I wanted to, to ask that, and, and the, the spreadsheet thing is fascinating to me and makes me want to do that now, like with, with Garlock, if I ever played him and get on a stream, uh, is because, like, like I said, Allie and I have played in two streams and they were kind of like last minute things. Um, well, except for the second one. Yeah. Mars put amazing effort in that game. And the and so like I, I had just kind of like, oh, I'm going to play Garlock. I'm just going to throw this together quickly on D&D Beyond. So I didn't know like, if there was a difference or like, cause I, I just played him how I would, you know, at home. Mm-hmm. And so I, I didn't, I, I wasn't sure if like there was something I was missing or anything like that or something people didn't realize about the way that games are played on stream besides the way. Yeah. It's not like your home game. Uh, well, okay. Now this is one of those things that opinion opinions vary on this and, mm-hmm. and, you know, people debate it. And while I do think obviously, Everyone needs to be at the table to have a good time, right? Mm-hmm. And, and, and have the experience that they want to have. But I'm very much of the opinion that in this, this is 100% rooted in my World of Warcraft raid leader days, where if, <laughs> if you show up with a substandard character, you're inhibiting everyone. 
<laughs> so I, I think it, it is more the group needs to have an understanding. Like, are we all kind of happy-go-lucky derping through this, you know? Are yeah. we really trying to, like, play at a, at a, at a high tactical level? Um, mm -hmm. Are we, you know, is, is, this, is this first and foremost just kind of, like, funny slapstick or whatever? Um, and adjust from there. Um, I do think since, theoretically, a stream has higher stakes or ideally should have higher narrative stakes, uh, you owe it to yourself and the party to be as prepared and as capable as possible. That's me mm -hmm. philosophically. I yeah. had an experience, and I have to talk about it very vaguely because some people might know what it was. It was a one-shot I was in, and we were fighting an enemy, and they were very lethal. They'd already killed one person. Oof. The rest of us were like down to like 25% hit points. Like It was by no means guaranteed that we were going to win. And one of the other players had uh, a book, literally had a book. They'd established they had it in like... You know, it, it's really coming down to the wire here, and it gets to be their turn, and they're like, I throw my book at him. I'm like, what? And they're like, because he's a bad guy. I'm throwing the book at him. And they thought that was hilarious. Ah. Uh, and oh. I was like, bro. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> You know, but um, but but that was uh, that was one of those things that we had very different expectations at the table. I see. Uh, I where, see. Yeah. Where what he thought was hilarious, I thought was infuriating. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, Trevor and I both have. We say this a lot. Read the table, like, especially <laughs> in a situation like that where it's like mm -hmm. you can tell everyone's stressing out. Everyone's about to go down. One person already is down. Your next move shouldn't be a for the memes move. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. And that's not the time for like da 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 da. You know. <laughs> yeah, right. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's that. That's that's kind of my 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 thought on the matter. You know. Um, and, that makes uh, sense. But but I also I also enjoy theory crafting. I enjoy min maxing. I enjoy being like, ooh, how will these, you know, things synergize and stuff. Like mm -hmm. in Freely's worked out better than I ever hoped. He's a little squishy, but he's hard to hit. He's hard to hit and he hits like a freight train when he hits back when everything <laughs> lines up with the smite and everything. Like my boy's a crusher. I love it. Um mm -hmm. what what classes is he again? He is a bard, a paladin, warlock, sorcerer. <laughs> <laughs> And yeah, no, I can see that hitting like a freight train. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I love no, it. He sma just smashes things, and, <laughs> and it's so much fun. It's really great. Yeah, so it's uh, yeah, it, it, it's wild that um, uh, a, a essentially a thought experiment done in passing ended up being you know what 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 he's become. So I love it. Um, but before we do our break, do you want do you want to talk about that that dice box, the venture one? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, well, you guys can't see this, but it's uh, it is just a, it is a small dice box, and it just has the new Ventru logo on it, the sword and the scepter from V five. Uh, yeah. When I got this, I was the very first person anywhere to have the new Ventru logo on merch, Ooh. and and I was given this when we were leaving Geek and Sundry to go to the uh, Labyrinth of Jareth, which is a masquerade ball. 
Um, and I didn't want to leave it there because I didn't want somebody to take it. And I wasn't going home first. So I literally had this in my hand the entire night. <laughs> so I didn't put it down once. If you look at every picture of me, I either have it or, it. I, or I have my hand behind my back. Where I, like, I look like, like, a, like, a, like a Civil War statesman in every picture. And that, that was why. Because I, did, I didn't want to lose my Venture dice box. That's why. I, don't, I don't blame you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It makes total sense to me. Mm-hmm. That's it. All right, let's take a break here, uh, give out our Idle Champions code for the week. This is the Champions Loot section. This is the part where we show where we give out a code, and now you'll be getting a platinum, or not platinum, a Electrum. I always forget how those go. You get an Electrum box that gets you loot and some fun stuff to keep going through the game with. So this week's code is B-E-N-D-W-A-L-K-T-O-R-S. Put that code into Idle Champions on any of the numerous platforms it is available on because it is numerous. Uh, and get an Electrum chest and then take a screenshot of what you got and send it to us on Twitter at Difficulty Class because we love to see what you get. Get you know, getting the loot and kicking evil's butt with it. What what more fun could you have? <laughs> um, now for our DC Spotlight, I'm actually going to pass this over to B Dave uh, for 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 Spotlight. Uh, when are the good people of the interwebs going to hear this? Uh, it will be on Friday. Ah, well, then yesterday uh, we had the series finale of Dungeons and Dragons: The Dark and Wish. Uh, that, oh. that, is, that is the tie-in stream to the comic book. Yeah, word is you've been reading the comic there. I have Trevor. been. Well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, the series finale is is uh, we're we're taping it as as of this recording tomorrow. As of your listening yesterday, again, <laughs> linear time is a lie. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but yeah, very proud of the work we did there. It's all up on YouTube. It's all up on the uh, official Dean. All th- all three seasons are up on the official D and D YouTube, which was dope. Um, have something quite significant working on that I can't tell you yet. That that will uh that will be. You'll probably hear about it in March, but it's going to start in April. Um, apparently the gar- the gardeners here. That's uh, that's what that is. Hopefully you're not hearing. <laughs> It'll be fine. Yeah, it's an ho- angry Bulgara. Hopefully uh. an angry Bulgara. Uh, shout, shout out to Aaron of the Thousand Evans. Yes. Uh, and uh, for the World of Darkness, we just wrapped up Changeling the Dreaming on uh, Q Times. Uh, before that, we did Wraith. Actually, well, we've done Vampire, Werewolf, Wraith, and Q Times. Or, wow. and Changeling. Uh, and we're about to do Mage. Uh, I will say this, though. Uh, if you haven't seen the Wraith um, Echoes of New York stream that we did on Q Times, uh, y'all, please watch it. It is... A just master class in just awfulness. They are <laughs> terrible to each other over okay. the course in in a way that I have never seen. And there's so many times that I I thought I was gonna ruin the shot because they'd say things to each other, and I was just like, yo. <laughs> <laughs> well, but, but well, because the 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 premise of Wraith is um, you are a ghost, you're a restless spirit, but you have um um. What might seem like an evil twin, but it's not an evil twin. You have something that is called your shadow. And your mm-hmm. shadow is you. Your shadow is everything wrong with you. Your shadow is every mistake you ever made, every secret you're not proud of, everything you've hidden and don't want to admit to yourself is your shadow. And it is played by another character at the table. Another player oh. is playing your shadow. Oh, wow. Everybody plays too. So when they were talking as each other's shadows, I was like... Oh, how did you even think of that? Much less say that out loud. Oh, oh. yeah. So yeah, check out Wraith the Oblivion. Uh, the uh, um, 
uh, Echoes of New York on Q Times. It's a four part series. All right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, oh, the the I, I wanted to ask real quick for Dark and Wish. The <laughs> the comic takes place before the the stream show stuff, right? It's both. It's interwoven. It's interwoven. It's interwoven. Oh, that's, that's yeah. It's, it, it is a, it is a it is a transmedia experience. My my hope, what was supposed to happen and did not, was the book <laughs> was supposed to be uh, coming out at the exact same time that um, the descent into Avernus was happening. So there's mm. a lot of nods to yes. descent, the descent in the book, like characters and situations from the descent show up in the comic, and then the stream was supposed to be happening simultaneous with the release of the books, so that uh, the events of the stream would be at least roughly uh, synchronizing with things that had happened in between, because the book jumps a lot through time. The stream mm-hmm. is kind of what happened to them in their life um, in between those times. Unfortunately. The actual production deadline didn't really line up, but now for people that are reading the book for the first time can go and watch the stream and it, um, you know, should, should theoretically make sense. I think all things being equal, probably read the book first so you don't get anything spoiled. Um, mm-hmm. But then, yeah, it, it should, it should, I, I give indicators in the stream of where they are in the, in their lives. Oh, neat. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, very cool. Mm-hmm. I hey, do wait, highly have, recommend have, the comic. Have you finished the book yet? No, not yet. I'm halfway through it. I will just tell you this. All of season three is set after the book, because the book ends on a bit of a cliffhanger. And all, okay. of, all of season Ooh. three is what happens next. I will Good tell you that. that. I Good love that multimedia storytelling. That sounds awesome. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> mm. Transmedia. Because this, this uh, here's, here's the difference. Not not to be that guy, although apparently <laughs> ended up that guy the entire time. Please be that guy. <laughs> but it, thank you. Uh, well, here's the difference. Multimedia is the fact that you know um um Boba Fett is in it has been in comics and has been in video games and has been on TV. What mm-hmm. transmedia is and is a, a fairly m- newish thing that I'm super super passionate about is a single story is being told across all of these mediums mm-hmm. where in a TV show you might see um um, you know they're getting ready. They're they're getting ready to go to battle, for instance, right? And then in the mm-hmm. movie, you see the big budget action sequence. But then in the book, it is everything that happened um, back at the kingdom during the war. So you're yeah. like a single overarching narrative is being told in lots of different places, and there's lots of different ways to experience it. Like Star Wars is kind of trying to do it with the High Republic right now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's uh, I, I super nerd out for that stuff. As, uh, as, 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 <laughs> Once again, shout out to Christina Ariel with the uh, the Star Wars show talking about High Republic. Yeah, yes. man, shout out to my homie. <laughs> yeah, who was going to be on another program coming up that I believe you're about Speaking to ask me about? Of which seamless, <laughs> seamless, <laughs> just as seamless as our transition to Champions of Lore, Orcus <laughs> with a boombox. Um, mm-hmm. so I'm just saying to- it, it, it's the only thing that makes sense if he's low key been in love with the Raven Queen this entire time. It's true. Mm-hmm. It's true. Yeah. It's true. Uh, so tell us about this project you have coming up with Idol Champions. Uh, it is Idol Champions Presents, and the, the first three-part is going to be uh, The Unfair Seas, which is going to be a transmedia production. That is why I took the time to make sure you know <laughs> Foreshadow <laughs> info dumping. <laughs> Foreshadowing, now a callback. <laughs> um, uh, 
uh, the events of the stream are going to affect the game and vice versa. Uh, things that happen in the game are going to affect the stream. Uh, it is starting February Monday, February 22nd at 4 p.m. Pacific. Uh, Dungeon Master myself. Players, Christina Ariel uh, is Ariza, Mark Mir is Bayloth the Entertainer, uh, Aaron M. Evans is playing Havilar, uh, a guest that I'm not going to tell you yet, uh, and uh, <laughs> Vivid Vivka is going to be playing the Black Viper. Um, and uh, we will have polls that go up uh, the before each episode that will directly affect what happens. Things like you'll get to name NPCs. Uh, you mm. will get to affect uh, what monsters they face. Uh, you will get to affect the strength of the monsters they face. Um, and whether oh, my God. Oh, I love yeah. it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And people that know me that have watched any of my, like, the charity streams and stuff I do, I will be relentless. Like, no, I, like... I'm terrified for them. <laughs> Y'all, I, I did I did a charity stream. I think it was Jasper's Game Day. Um, I'm not 100% sure. Um, the, where the thing I finally said at the end, as we were nearing the end, I because we were about to cross our, our goal, I was like, the, the biggest donor, whoever the biggest donor for the day, can decide whether or not they're going to live through this or if it's going to be a TPK. Oh. <laughs> and they said TPK. And I was like... <laughs> Y'all, they said it. <laughs> I'm like, it's, it's for the kids, y'all. It's for the kids. <laughs> okay, here we go. And I did kill them all. Uh, uh, what, so. what did you use? Oh, what didn't I use? Uh, <laughs> yeah, it it, it 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 was well a, a lot because well, you know level twenty is my niche. That's the, what what mm. what I do. What is but I do one shots because most people don't ever get to play level twenty, and and I love it the most. Um, mm -hmm. Fewer than five percent of games have level twenty characters in it, and that's not even counting people that played to twenty, just had twenty. Yeah. Um. So, uh, by then they were fighting um, uh, the the thing from uh the Theros the the sea monster. Um, I I the forget Kraken? the name. Uh, not the Kraken. It's got like it's got like a Greek name with a lot of syllables. Uh, <laughs> I mean, uh, now now I have to look. It's gonna bother me. Um, I, I have too many monsters floating around in my head here. Um, <laughs> I just happen to have the book sitting behind me. Well, as here we we we, we will pit you having the book versus me uh, <laughs> searching D and D Beyond. beyond. <laughs> yeah, elevate your game, D and D the, Beyond. Play no, with it's advantage. Not the Typhon. Uh, no, it's like a CR25 thing. Um, hang on, I've, I've almost got it here. Oh, yes. oh, is it the big purple-blue thing? Yeah, that thing. Um, Tramoc... Oh, God. Oh, no, you have, to, you, you have to say it now. Tramocratis. See, I just said uh, Tramocratis. Yeah. Yeah, there but we go. Way, yeah. Either way, that. They're fighting that, right? That's a big, nasty That's, boy. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's, 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 a, it's a chunky boy, yeah. And they'd already been through, they'd already they'd already escaped the, the Demogorgon. <laughs> and our good friend, uh, Kotschichi, our, 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 our boy, ah! our boy this was that adventure. This was that Mr. adventure. Mr. Chichi. Yeah, this, 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 this was that adventure. So uh, they'd escaped them. And when they were like TPK, um, the Demogorgon came back, Kostichi came back, um, and uh, Zariel and Bell came back. Because oh my god! <laughs> so they all had to basically 1v1, like, CR 25 plus characters, and it went poorly. That's a lot of legendary actions. And yeah. uh, I just gotta say for the, this man's name, who I'm not gonna re repeat again, the bite is plus 18 to hit, and it does 29 <laughs> damage, and then is then has two paragraphs of text after. A lot happened. Yeah, no, no, no. Squish like grape. Yeah. Like so, grape. so, hey, if you yeah. want to see that happen. 
I can't do that to Aaron. <laughs> can't you though, Trevor? Think about it. <laughs> Search your feelings. And you Are also you have sure? the power. There's a poll. I know. <laughs> uh, how 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 are the the polls going out? Do you know if it's like on Twitter or on Twitch? Uh, it is going to be released through Idol Champions. That I know, uh, oh, and I believe okay. they are going to put them up on uh, Twitter as well. But it definitely okay. is going to be inside Idol Champions, and and there's going to be um, uh, material payoffs based on which way you go. Like new chests will be unlocked, new weapons will be unlocked, new pirate skins for all the characters. I've Ooh. seen I've seen Pirate Freely. It's kind of it's kind of incredible. Oh, that's so <laughs> cool. It's kind of incredible. Yeah, um, yeah, and uh, and things like that. So it 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 will be. Our goal is to to not just tell hopefully you know a dope enjoyable story with you know characters yeah. that you know and love, but also make you feel like you're a part of it and you're a part of the adventure and and your character uh, will be affected by what happens. So should be it should be a lot of fun. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Like like. This this is again one of those ideas that I heard about rumblings in the background. I'm just like, there's no way they can pull that off. That's just that's just so cool. Like that's ah, how 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 did it go about like making this? Because obviously we're not going to do spoilers. You know, mm-hmm. tune into the show, watch yeah. it. Mm-hmm. But like, how did you go about writing this? I, I'm assuming you like Codename had mm-hmm. uh, involvement in it because it had mm-hmm. to go along with the game. How did this work? Uh, we've been working at it for months to make sure that the technology would be in place to do the things that we wanted to do. Mm-hmm. And every time I've worked with Codename Entertainment, they've been spectacular and I've been wholly unreasonable in my asks and they very <laughs> rarely say no to me and I appreciate it greatly. Um, it's Well, they came to me with the idea uh, because they knew about my background in transmedia storytelling, uh, and, and and I was already a friend of the family there, um, mm-hmm. with the idea of doing this stream that kind of prominently featured uh, heroes from Idol Champions, which if, if you don't play Idol Champions, I mean, come on. Come on. What are, yeah. what are you doing? You could doing literally here? be playing it right now. Literally. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, you know, do check out the game. It's wonderful. Yes. But there's a, a number of well-known characters from all over the Forgotten Realms in it, uh, including Freely, including Bailoth the Entertainer, Arisa, Black Viper, and all those characters. Mm-hmm. So they wanted to be able to feature them prominently uh, in a dope way that got the audience involved. And they already had the idea of what was coming with the Unfair Seas because, of course, it had to be programmed to you know be in a multi-platform video yeah. game. And uh, so it, mostly what we've done was just trying to figure out all the ways that that could be hooked and modified and adjusted in a way that was going to be interested and compelling. Um, having to figure out, I think, of, of all the streams I've done, when, when I when I plan them out, I plan them like uh, an episode of television. Okay. I actually plan act breaks. Um, and m- almost all my planning goes into the first half of an episode because in the second half, both Dice and the players will surprise and betray you. Oh. <laughs> you know? So... It's like I love it. Prepare, 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 prepare. Not, not so much, but but with this, this it is much tighter in the sense that I definitely know certain marks we have to hit. Otherwise, the variables won't make sense for the next game that the people have to adjust. You know, like yeah. like for instance, if um, uh, you know, if if one of the polls is whether or not you know they should go through door number one or door number two. You know, we've already programmed and planned that and have it in place. I have to make sure they get yeah. to the door. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> otherwise it's going to, you know, it'll fall apart. So mm-hmm. 
but uh but it but it it should uh it should be a, a very exciting thing i'm looking forward to it, it should be fun it should be happy go lucky i mean again yeah. i'm going to be terrible because that is my brand <laughs> <laughs> but 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 all things being it, it should it should be a pretty fun romp uh the the uh poster that they put out for it which was drawn by luke mckay and yes it is stunning amazing yeah it is really great when the, when they first showed it to me my only note was um uh freely didn't have his mechanical hand and what's so funny for me about that is the story that you got the arm while the character is being made for the game, and you had to do literally the same thing. Yep. <laughs> it's true, a hundred percent. That, that I happened. love that. Yeah, free, I love free, that. Freely got his arm cut off when we were quite a ways into the programming of that character, <laughs> and I was like, "Hey, you guys, like, don't be mad, but like, he has a clockwork arm now." Um, <laughs> also, I don't know if he's gonna get his arm fixed, but uh. He's got a clockwork arm now. So and, they, and and now the person that took that arm works for them. So you know that works out. Yeah. Circle of life. Todd, Circle Todd, of Todd life. Kenrick did that to my lucky boy. But that's all right. He wouldn't even want a normal arm now. He likes it. <laughs> He's too cool. Exactly. Too cool. It's, it's yeah, a conversation yeah. piece now, having a clockwork arm. <laughs> now, let me tell you something. I was mad at the time, though. Like, if you look at my, <laughs> oh, yeah. if you look at my face during that episode, I tried to maintain lay poker face, but it probably etched through that I was like, "Are you serious? It cut off my arm? <laughs> what?" Yeah, that's true. That's true. Those are the best moments. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, well you, know, you, you got some cool coming out of it. You know, again, in in, in the interest of freely making his own luck, um, well. This was not good for him. Like I've, I've, he's been busted back down to like and leveled up. I think four separate times now, just from different <laughs> shows and things. And um, they, at one point, uh, I was there was going to be like a drastic overhaul um, of one of the shows, up to and including uh, either him changing massively or me just not playing him. And I legit was like, hey, so check this out. Codename Entertainment has been working for like four months on this. <laughs> I cannot change it now. <laughs> so that's kind of, that, that actually was a protective bubble for him at one point. That he I love sort it. Of got to, uh, yeah, so. Um, I, I, I don't know if this will be, be spoilers for the game, but like, so, so the poster though, it's got Freely in the background and his hands out and he's holding the characters. Mm-hmm. You know, so it is freely going to like just play like an, a good NPC role in it, or is what's going on there? My lucky boy's involvement is one of the thing that the audience will get to define. Oh, mm-hmm. okay. Uh, oh. He's going to be in it because I'm not going to run the game and have him not be. <laughs> <laughs> you have the power, yeah. Exactly. It 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 is fantasy nepotism, I suppose. You know <laughs> that I'm like my boy's coming with me. Um, but in in what capacity is one one of the things the audience will define. I I did enjoy getting to be around for the the conversation with you and Aaron, where she was trying to decide who to play, and she's like, "Well, I'll play Frida, but like it's the same same slot as Freely, and they can't be in the same place together." Yeah, that's <laughs> that's it. literally I, what decided it. Our love is forbidden. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> that Frida Frida and Freely cannot coexist. Maybe they're the same person. You ever seen them in, together? I haven't. So far, no. I haven't. To be fair, I haven't. <laughs> I have, right. There you go. I'm just yep. saying they're not not the same person. Yeah. Mm-hmm. God, I would love I would love it for Aaron to just play into that joke during the stream. He's like, you know, you seem a lot like my sister. 
Yeah. <laughs> like, it freely has all this anomalous information about her that he shouldn't yeah. have. He's like, you know, you're allergic to cheese. Well, uh, <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. Remember that one time you threw up in the Dragonborn City? Uh, <laughs> yeah, like, How do you know that? Uh, well, see, but here he's got the perfect alibi because um, I played another Idol Champions one shot that Satine Phoenix ran where freely met Havilar and uh, Black Viper. And uh, one of the things, uh, Freely's got beast speech, so he can talk to her hellhound, Zuni, and she can't. So yeah. ah. I, I very much might have him like lean into the gag by just asking the dog thing. <laughs> yes! <laughs> and then, don't nobody tell Aaron if she... Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. Shh. Yeah. I, no, I don't think she'll listen to this. It'll be fine, it'll be fine, it'll be fine. <laughs> um... Oh man, I, I I had a question there, and then it went straight out of my head. It's, um, I do that to people. Although <laughs> yeah, Alexis, I, I apologize. I have I have sucked up all the oxygen out of this. Did <laughs> you have any questions? I don't want to talk all over you here in your own house. Oh no, it's <laughs> fine. I this is one of the things that I love about having guests on this podcast is because I don't have to talk too much. So <laughs> <laughs> it's a great boon. But um, earlier you were talking about like how overall you plan like. Considering this is a transmedia situation, how could you plan for this kind of D and D thing? Like, how, how what's what's your process for that? <laughs> uh, you know, um, for this uh, Idol Champions presents, it's been a little easier in the sense that it's like I de- I have my, I have my guardrails. You know what I mean? I'm all yeah. like the 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 land is roped off. <laughs> <laughs> and then i can i can build inside of there you mm-hmm. know uh so that's been a little easier uh with things like uh, a dark and wish um it, it, my my commitment was more these characters have like lived in my mind for so long as i've told people before a dark and wish started as world of warcraft fan fiction so really oh yeah oh yeah fan fiction pays off kids it really uh, does <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Ali and I used to have long conversations about those. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh, it does. It does. So, uh, uh, you know, they lived in my head for years. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, they changed a little bit for the comic. And, you know, not all of them were from there. And hopefully you can't tell. That's why I never tell who are originals and who are new. Because hopefully they should all feel fairly, you know, oh. fully formed. Someone going through this stuff for the first time totally is. Mm-hmm. Hey. Um, so in the show, in, in the Dark and Wish stream, my motivation was more showing you who they are and quite frankly, putting my poor babies through a meat grinder. Uh, my, my, my co-creator Tess, especially if you go back like on Twitter when we were working on this, which I guess was also 2018, which is wild now, Man. um, would get so mad at me about the things I was doing. She's like, stop being mean to my babies. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, hey, I, I warn you, Trevor, as, as you're reading it, the story is a tragedy. I told people this from the beginning. They didn't believe me, you know, because they're all like, they're so sweet and innocent and having such a great time. I'm like, <laughs> just you wait. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so, um, yeah, that's it. But because, like, for instance, season two, um, they end up in Skullport for what I thought was going to be three episodes and ended up being the entire season. Because mm-hmm. I, I knew I had, I only had the 10 episodes, 10 two-hour episodes, but what I did inside of them was up to me, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, and I had a conscious choice of, do I try and force them along to this other thing that I myself arbitrarily conceived of, or do I kind of let this breathe and see where it goes? And I, mm-hmm. and I went with that. So and I guess the simple answer is, um, 
when given the luxury of uh, of 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 you know uh, diving deeply i like to dive deeply but like for this show where i still very much kind of gotta i gotta get to the check marks it's it's yeah. a, it's a it's a it's a relay race you know and i gotta be there <laughs> to hand off the baton to the next episode yeah but it, it, it'll it'll be uh it'll be good you know the the narrative will expand or contract as necessary but again hopefully the audience should never really tell those moments where it's like all right, fast forward or slow down or but but that was part of the reason why I went with um a 3-hour show because that was up to me um because I still want to give them time yeah. to be the characters we love. Yeah. And yet, you know, hit our marks. <laughs> go forward with the story and everything. Yeah. Mhm. Speak- uh, did- oh, go ahead, go ahead. No, no, please. I was going to say speaking of hitting our marks, go ahead. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, um. The one one of the last things I want to talk about was uh the the characters, the players in this. Yeah. Uh, how how did they get involved? Like, did, were you did you get to be like, hey, I think they would be good, or was there any conversation with, or did Codename take care of that? I for this one, I had minimal minimal input um okay. on the cast. I mean, I had some veto power, but I know and love literally everyone. Like, I every, yeah. every even our <laughs> guests, I'd work with all of them. You know, um. Uh, we, uh, I think, who was going to be the fifth seat in the first game? Uh, very much came down to the wire with some yeah. some some availability stuff. Um, I don't think it's a spoiler. If it is a spoiler, sorry, Dylan. Um, <laughs> that uh, Adam Bradford is not in the first three; he's in the second three. But mm-hmm. I think the decision to still put Briv in the art was very much coming from a place of like, well, there's a fifth person, but we don't know if it's this person or this person. So yeah. uh, put Briv out there. <laughs> <You know? laughs> like, people He's in him. the game. It works fine. Yeah. Like, ah, da, 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 da. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, that's uh, uh, but but it, it should be uh, it, it should be a lot of fun. And I, I think it should be. Uh, a great introduction to streaming content for people that play the game but don't necessarily watch uh, actual play mm-hmm. streams. I also think uh, it should very much stand alone for people that don't play the game, although you super should play the game. Um, yeah. Yes. Yeah, and, and, and to enjoy as well. So that's, you, you can't get these people that we have together and, and not have a good time, you know? Oh, yeah, 100%. Mm-hmm. Uh, Allie, you, you got, any, uh, got any other questions or thoughts on there? I'm I'm good. You're hyped. I'm hyped. I'm very hyped. Yeah, so Ellie keeps laughing at me because I warned them in advance. I have this like pre-workout I have to drink that is awful, and I was like, I'm gonna start making really gross faces like near the end of the show when I start drinking it, and and she is uh, taking great pleasure in my torment. That's all. It's so bad. It y'all. has like, been, yeah, entertaining. <laughs> it's I, I I describe it like Harry Potter vomit jelly bean. It's awful. Yeah, yeah. Got to get them gains though, Trevor. Got to get them gains. Oh, I know. I know. I, I I can't follow you on that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, in, any last things, be Dave, about the show? Anything that, else that you want to get people hyped for for it? Um, Besides just freaking watch it and play the game. <laughs> yeah, I mean, more more than anything, y'all. Uh, if, if I if I would if I would like to impart anything on you, which is what I, I always do, is the to it. I I am incredible lucky incredibly lucky and blessed to get to do the things that I do. Uh, I never would have guessed that, you know, my journey into tabletop and playing games and writing stories would open the doors and afford me the opportunities that it has. So 
if you're thinking about doing any of those things, do it. If you're thinking about streaming, get your friends together, turn on a camera, and just start. Uh, don't overthink it. Don't stress about it. Don't make it into some huge big deal. You will probably be awful at first. We all are. <laughs> and, you know, continue honing your craft. You know, if, if you're writing fan fiction, do it. Keep at it. Show it to people. Yeah. You know, uh, but, like, get, get feedback and create your own stuff. Tell your stories because only you can. And uh, the last thing I would say is oftentimes I know people sometimes get overwhelmed with this idea that they think they're competing. It's like, oh, I'm not Matt Mercer. You're not me. You're not Brennan Mulligan. You're not Jasmine Bular. I'm like, mm -hmm. you're not. You're really not. You really can't do what I do. That's true. <laughs> but I can't do what you do. And none of them can either. And none of us can tell your stories. None of us can sing your song. So if there is something in you that you want to share with the world, absolutely do it. It may or may not take you somewhere fantastic. But just the fact that you have shared something with the world that other people will love and enjoy is the most fulfilling and validating thing possible. Absolutely do it. Do it, do it, do it, do it, do it. God damn, I love you, B. Dave. Beautiful. That, that was great. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, thank, thank you so much for coming on doing this. Yeah. And uh, I cannot wait to see uh, this show. I am going to be there uh, in chat every episode. I cannot wait. <laughs> Aaron, I will try to be nice <laughs> the voting. <laughs> February 22nd, 4 p.m. PST. Like I said, uh, it is two, two three-week adventures. We're not announcing what the second one is, but the first one is The Unfair Seas. It should be piratey madness. Hell yeah. Fun. All right, well... That was our show for this week. If you enjoyed this podcast and want to support it, the best way to do that is by leaving a review on your service of choice, as well as telling your friends about our show. If you'd like your questions, advice, or stories read on the show, send them into difficultyclass at gmail.com. And if you'd like to stay up to date on the show, you can follow us on Twitter at difficultyclass and on Instagram, where we, you know, kind of post at difficultypodcast. So until next week, have a good game. <laughs>